Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is February 17th, 2021. So I feel like there is so much going on right now and so many updates from the last time that I spoke with you all. Um, it's been at least a week, if not two, and um, so I feel a little behind and not exactly sure what to share, but I'm just going to do my best. Um, so Thomas has officially switched over to Sapient Living for his private practice. He still works at Sound, um, but he's taken the last two weeks off so that we could work on um, our business and his practice, and then also we've been working on um, finding a place to move to. By around this time last week, we thought we were going to be renting a one-bedroom apartment, but then when we reached out to the communities, we um, were told, the, the one that we really wanted at least, um, and many of the others, um, we couldn't see the units during COVID. Um, everybody was just renting them without seeing them. And this is the same problem we ran into last summer, uh, clearly COVID, or um, maybe not clearly, but just so you know, COVID has been going on for about a year now. Um, Thomas has been working from home almost officially 11 months now, uh, as of like today or yesterday. Um, I think a lot of people consider like March 16th, I think it was, as like day one. Um, and so now that it's February 17th of the following year, um, you get the math. So um we have been trying to move, we had been trying to move out before COVID started. Um, and then going through the process of seeing if we were going to rent. Um, and now it looks like that we, we might be able to buy where we are looking at manufactured homes, trying to determine which communities um, are good, because some of them are flipping adorable. There's some kind of cottage village-esque um, manufactured home community is not that far from here. And, um, it would be pretty nice to be able to go live in one of those and have a two bedroom, if not three bedroom, two bathroom home, um, with a full kitchen and everything. And, um, more, I mean, just extraordinarily more than we can get in an apartment. Um, and then, of course, like more than we have here, um, just because we don't have a full um, kitchen here and we don't have our own washer and dryer and things like that. So there's a lot of um, there, there's some goodness to living with the family, of course. Um, I had been really stressed for the last month or so about all of this because um, the last time um, or the previous time that um, I had tried to discuss with uh, my grandparents, my mom, with my family, um, the struggles that Thomas and I are facing in trying to figure out how to um, manage the money that we do have towards a home um, and how expensive everything is right now and how competitive everything is. And then on top of that, having my multiple chemical sensitivity and anxiety disorder, um, it's been a lot. I am feeling rather hopeful that what I just outlined will work out, um, but I've been pretty stressed for the last month or so, specifically because, you know, grandma just kind of dropped the bomb that she wants to sell this house. And then she was saying that she wanted to do it like soon, like in the next like few months, um, and they want to buy a condo. And 
because we hadn't really talked about it, I was like, okay, well, we apparently we have to move out today. Like they're selling the house. It's going to go really quickly. But um, I don't know. Something happened a few days ago where I, I, uh, I just went upstairs to do something and I just decided to bring it up. Um, yeah, it was on Friday. So today is Wednesday. It was on Friday. Um, grandma and grandpa did their monthly um, – I wanted to call it old people zoom. I know that it should be called something other than that, but it, it's just, it's all of their friends, all the couples that they've raised their kids together. They've been friends for like 40 or 50 years. Um, throughout COVID every month, they've gotten together on zoom on Friday evenings. And um, they had that meeting and they, some more than just my grandparents are thinking, well, do we sell our family home and do we move into condos? Is this the right time? Where would we even move to? And when I breached uh, the subject, bridged the subject um, of it with her just a few days ago, um, it was really clear that like they're, they're thinking about it. They don't really know what to do. Um, she said that if a first floor condo comes for sale in the community that her friends live in or friend lives in nearby they'll buy that well the likelihood that a first floor condo is going to become available in the liter- the one community that they want to live in like two minutes away because they don't want to leave their parish they don't want to leave like the area around their church and they currently live essentially within walking distance of the church they don't want to leave this area for the record they've lived here for like 46 years and they're the last of their friends who still live in the neighborhood um so this is a long saga of them living here and i have lived here every time i didn't have somewhere else to live my whole life so when i was like five and six years old and then um, when I was 18 until 22, um, when I moved to, moved in with my now husband, um, but from 18 to 22, like during uh, winter breaks and summer vacations and stuff from college, I lived here um, in the room that I'm currently in that I now live in with my husband. So um, there's been a lot of up and down, ups and downs with my life. And this has always been where I've, my safe space, this is always where I've been able to come back to and um, while there is, you know, there's some turbulence and there's, you know, some things that have come to light, um, in the conversations over the years that like these grandparents who are my mom's parents really were not very aware of what was happening to me. Um, other than, you know, it wasn't great. They didn't really know what was happening to me in, in my reality at my dad's house with my dad. Um, and again, my parents got divorced when I was five, so they really weren't these grandparents were really had no say whatsoever in what was going on um, in my reality, in my dad's world. And it's only come out in the last couple of years, um, talking with my grandfather mostly, but also a little bit my grandmother hearing like, oh, it was a lot worse than they thought. So in the last week or so, even, um, let me back up a little bit. So for a week, I've been on an SSRI. I'm trying that. Um, again, I tried it six years ago or so, but wasn't under very good monitoring and didn't feel like I had the mental capacity to, um, you know, monitor the changes like I can now. So I'm on both an SSRI, 25 milligrams of citrulline, I think it's called every morning. And then I'm also taking 10 to 20 milligrams of um, 
hydroxine, I think is what it's called at night, um, to help balance me and hopefully, um, help me smoke less weed and just get through with less, um, with less drama and less stress and less strain and tense in, um, episodes. This morning I already felt like I was going to have an episode, um, working with Thomas to try and put together the logistics for the coaching practice. And, um, I'm noticing that the episodes are really coming when I feel like I have to do things that I'm not prepared to do, um, that I'm responsible for things that I, I don't know how to be responsible for, but I have to anyway, which sounds like my life. Um, but in the last couple of days, uh, Thomas facilitated a, a, a quite remarkable um, parts work session with me. And I can put the link to the session um, in the show notes because we actually recorded it and it's up on the Sapient Living um, YouTube channel. Now, so it's actually an hour and a half session of facilitating the parts in me that felt like nobody ever protected me, that I was often in danger by the people who were supposed to be protecting me. And on top of that, I wasn't protected from um, a lot of the horrible things that happened in my life. And we were able to determine through the parts work session, Thomas was able to facilitate me to realize that I had layers of protectors and exiles um, who were not only um, terrified and honestly hyperventilating. When we got through the parts, I started hyperventilating because there's a part in me that's essentially always hyperventilating. Um, but I was punished in multiple ways um, and reprimanded in multiple ways um, growing up if I ever showed my emotions or ever made anybody else uncomfortable. And so um, I have layers of parts that are hyperventilating and then parts on top of that that they're telling that part to shut up um, and then parts on top of that that numb me and parts on top of that that make me smoke weed. Um, so yeah, it's a mess. And whenever I feel like I'm being asked to do things that I don't know how to do them or I'm being pressured to figure things out faster than I can figure them out or I, I feel like I'm ill-equipped to handle what is going on, I start having an episode and I just panic and rage. And that was happening this morning, but I needed to shut it down and control it because um, Thomas has a discovery call with a potential new client, our first client being brought in through Sapient Living. And I need that to go well and I want that to go well. So I was trying to like control my feelings, but um, I could see myself just spiraling out of control and I could just see myself like having um, a lot of reaction and starting to get really like chase. Like I was like, well, this is what's wrong and this is what you're doing wrong. And that wasn't helping Thomas get ready for his discovery call. And I'm not really sure what to do. I feel very stuck and sticky. Like I just feel very like upset and unmotivated because it's not my dream to be an emotional alignment coach and heal the world and adjust everyone to a point where they are able to make um, self-actualized decisions. Like I believe in it and I want it and I want to live in a world where people are like that but I'm not personally motivated to like dedicate every day of my life to making that happen. That's Thomas's dream. And yes, he's working through my company, but I have other goals for my company as well. We just decided that to include me and to build up the SEO and the work around Sapient Living made more sense because then we could just keep building up through Sapient Living over time. 
Um, and that like the other option would have been able to do like separate things. Like I could have Rebecca E. Weber website and he could have Thomas F. Weber website and we could like build up things separate. But it just appears that neither of us have the energy to build anything separate from each other. And so my work now to like run Sapient Living and manage the money and do the behind the scenes and like there's a lot of legal and paperwork and I'm, I'm going to need to talk to a financial business advisor and pay taxes and stuff like that. And like I, it's the work, like I'm motivated somewhat by the outcome, which is money and a house and a life and everything structured. But the actual work of healing people's trauma is not my passion and I don't really know what my passion is and so mostly I'm kind of depressed and confused and trying to get the things that need to get done done like today I'm going to be making bone broth um but I I'm having a hard time finding like excitement and enthusiasm in anything that I'm doing I'm just like trying to get things done to get to the future and um at least it's a little bit better than it used to be where I would be self not just self-harming though I do I do have a history of self-harm but like self-deprecating and just like self sabotaging um, because I would work harder than I had the energy to um, deliver on and things like that. So there's a lot going on. I want the house. I want the business. I want the health. I want everything to be, you know, going well, but I'm just kind of like in the storm right now. And some days I feel like I'm drowning more than others. And today I feel like I'm drowning more than others. So um, that's just going to be my update for right now. And again, um, if you're interested in seeing the latest um, session that Thomas facilitated for me with my parts work, um, and honestly, the great progress I'm making in that, um, I will link that episode in the show notes. Otherwise, thanks for listening to this um, debrief, I guess, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.